Wow, Hawaii is so beautiful. The beaches, the palm trees. And the San Musa Beach. Yeah! Dad, I want to go kite surfing, parasailing, go on a boat ride, helicopter ride, snorkeling. Yeah! Heard you're looking to do some activities. How much for a luau? A luau? Yeah! Now you're talking. Luau's are my specialty. Friend price? $200. That's kind of expensive. $67. $15.95. What is this? Let's make a deal? I got a super duper super saver deal. VIPs only. Wouldn't even give it to my grandmother. All you have to do is take your family to a low pressure timeshare seminar and I can get you in that luau for $2. I want to go to a knife seminar. Yeah! I'm not taking my family to any seminar. Excuse me, sir. I heard you were looking to do some activities while you're here on the islands. Log on to hawaiifun.org. Welcome to the Cutline Podcast with your host, Michael Cavalunas. You go in the cage. Cage goes in the water, you go in the water, the shark is in the water, our shark, and we are shark hunting this episode because this is Mai Tai Beaches in Golf. That's what I'm talking about, man. The cut line breaks down the Sony Open, but first, hello Canada, hello USA, hello Australia, hello UK, hello Lithuania, Germany, Spain, Argentina... You name it, the cut line is there. And to all of our new listeners, welcome to the cut line. All of our returning listeners, let me tell you something. Greed works. Greed is good, and greed, you mark my words, might just save that dwindling bankroll that you have right now in your DraftKings account. Oh, yeah, Indiana, you can listen this week. You're cool. You're cool. Welcome to the cut line. I'm Michael Cavalunas at Lunas on Twitter. I'm the guy who told you to fade some plays last week. Like that Tony Finau guy. Oh, damn right I did. Do I regret it? Regret it? Absolutely not. Oh, money, 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 money last week. Loved the show last week. We are on point. But we're on to new things. The Sony Open. So, first of all, we usually introduce my co-host, my Ty Manafort, Zero Iron Zach, the man who lives in Hawaii, who might be at this tournament this weekend. Unfortunately, Zach is not here again. Look, he keeps aiming left, ending up right. Help my Ty Manafort get a pledge, get him back on this show. We miss the guy, miss him so much. Anyways, we are going to go straight into our good, bad, ugly. All right, let's go with the good. Last weekend strategy. Worked out almost to perfection. End of round one, top ten. End of round two, first and second place in the three max. End of round three, first and top ten in the three max. End of round four. Uh, That's why they play four rounds, boys and girls. That's why they play four rounds. But still, had a great weekend. Cashed a ton. Cashed in cash lineups. GPPs, building the bankroll, that's all we can ask for. But we are going to go straight to the bad, and that is Colin Morikawa. We had so much vested in him from that lineups that we're talking about with the 3 max to our betting segment. Come on, man. Morikawa, 80 bucks spent, would have gave you two grand if you would have just showed up on Sunday. 
Still love you, man. You're the guy. Now the ugly. JT and his homophobic slur. Dude, man, that's inappropriate. I lost all respect for JT. You can't do stuff like that, especially on public television. Anywhere. Forget the especially. You can't do that anywhere. You need to be a better person. You're a professional golfer. I don't care that you missed a four-foot putt. I don't care that how much money that cost you. Come on, man. You got to be better than that. Last week, we presented a more streamlined cut line, being that it's just me, but we are always going to do the best we can. Oh, and remember, next Friday is Hawaiian Shirt Day. So, you know, if you want to, go ahead and uh, wear a Hawaiian shirt and jeans. To make sure that you're building the best lineups on Sunday. And this lineup is going to be breaking down the Sony Open. We'll be sure to bring in timely wax, greensides, on traps, and a putt that might drop in through the back door. And the goal of the cut line is to make sure that you're creating the best lineups, winning lineups, lineups that are kicking ass, taking names, and scoring big with everyone's favorite six of six through the cut line, which we have this week. So Wednesday night, you need leverage. I know I'm going to be checking out FanShare Sports and FanShareSports.com. Even my own personal ownership projections. I know the second opinion is incredibly important. The guys I trust, FanShare Sports. Why, you ask? Because I'm the guy who does the ownership for FanShareSports.com. So there's a very easy fix. Go to FanShare Sports, type in the word CUTLINE in your discount code, and you'll receive 20% off your monthly membership. Remember, ownership is not a leverage to be belittled. Of course, we give out a, fan, uh, a shout out to PGA and Fantasy National. You want to build better, stronger lineups. Both Zach and I start our process with these two sources, and they give us a huge leg up when compared to the rest of the industry. Lineups ending up at the wrong end of the flag stick. It's probably because you're not using Fantasy National. How are your lineups doing? This week, the Hawaiian swing stays in action as we look at the Sony Open, the BEA Utiful Wale. Country Club host this weekend's golfers and drive accuracy approach. They play around the green, all kind of successful here. Um, it's really a less than driver course, so we're not looking too much off the tee, but we're thinking Harbor Town, you got to be accurate, though it's not as hard as a Harbor Town, so let's not get crazy here. Look, it's an easy course. That's what the golfers are looking at. We're looking at this weekend's tournament in Honolulu, Hawaii. At the Waiale Country Club, a par 70 paying 7,044 yards, only two times par fives. And last year, uh, two years ago, the winner, Matt Kuchar, minus 22. Designed by Sus Rayner in 1925, some restoration to the original concept back in 2016. We have Bermuda Line Fairways, water on, mm, I don't know, not a few holes. Not really bad rough, not some tr some trees here or there. It's, well, Bunker, Bermuda Greens. Look, the course is easy. Your defense here is the wind. That's it. It's a windy, bad day. It's calm. It's a good day. Looking at the forecast ahead, four straight calm days. So it's going to be short. Classical design. Forces golfers to club down. We're looking at approach shots. If you miss the green, looking at around the green. Bermuda Greens. It's not difficult. Don't need to overpower, overpower it. It's going to be very, very, very easy. Oh, probably one of the 10 easiest courses on tour. Stats I'm looking at. Strokes gain approach, ball striking, greens and regulation gains, scoring on par fours and par fives. 
score, 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 score. But how and who are we going to play this weekend to win this GPP and tournament for DraftKings? He's two punts from victory. Only needs one. Ooh, got a member's bounce there, boys. That's birdie all day long. This is the Cut Lines signature segment, the birdie or better one putt, two putt, three putt, where I will break down each tier golfer from the 11K range down to the 7K range. And I'm going to tell you my strategy this week right off the bat. Last week, balance build. Worked out well. This week, stars and scrubs. Trying to pivot what I think the public is going to play and try to get advantage and a leg up in those GPPs. And I think this is a perfect opportunity to do so. Specifically, how much I love this top tier. So, Webb Simpson in, lock him. Harris English, I know he just won, lock him in. Morikawa, I already bitched about him being bad on Sunday, boom, lock him in. Neiman, showed how good he was on Sunday, boom, lock him in. Matsuyama, no thank you, and I'll tell you why in a second. Berger, no thank you, and I'll tell you why in a second. First of all, Webb Simpson. Webb Simpson is going to be the chalk donkey this week. If he's not the most popular, we're looking at someone at like Ryan Palmer at like 20% ownership. Um, and my confidence model number one, overall stat model number one, scoring model number two, approach model number one. And it's a short course. You look at his course history here, third, fourth, 13th, 13th. No reason not to go to Webb Simpson here. You're expecting a top five finish. Course history is here. I'm most definitely going to play Webb Simpson. Now, Caution for Harris English. I still want pieces of him. I'm going to see if he ends up in my builds. But the fact is, he did so much with the short stick last weekend. But there's nothing to say that it's not going to stay hot. Overall stat model number two, scoring model number one. Okay, he's had success here with one top 25. But before that, the 64th miscut in the 56th. But look at his recent form, right? Tournament champions first place. Fifth place before that. Sixth place at the RSM. Like, he's in good form right now. Why don't you want pieces of Harris English? It makes no sense. I get it. 10,800. You want to roster Harris English? Come on, that's crazy. But look, he did so well last weekend. I'm willing to buy back in. I get it. We don't like playing guys after a win. But so what? This is a wide swing, man. Have some fun. Drink some Mai Tais. Have a good time. Kyle Morikawa struggled on Sunday. We know the caliber of golfer he is. I'm most definitely going to play him. I'm going back straight to him. Hopefully, you burn enough pe- people to shallow his ownership out. I don't think so. We're still going to probably get that mid-level double-digit ownership, 13 to 16%. So it's not like he's a leverage play at all, but you're looking for like upside here for Morikawa. And, of course, Neiman. Neiman dominated on Sunday. He's probably basically the only reason that I struggled in terms of cashing like top 10-type money in my GPPs um, just because I didn't have him. Um, but the fact being is that Neiman played so well on Sunday, I'm most definitely going to go back. But I think because he played so well, he's going to be popular, right? So I could see opportunity to fade there. Now, Matsuyama and Daniel Berger. The reason I'm out on Matsuyama, first of all, he just doesn't fit my model. He doesn't fit my model. He's only ranking in like top 40 in most of my key stats that I'm looking at for this weekend. And then you look at his course history, it's it's very different than Webb Simpson. 12th last year, 51st and 27th. So we've seen success, varying levels of success. But at $10,200, I do not want a guy who's finishing in 51st. I do not want a guy who's finishing in 27th. Finished in 41st last week. Hasn't played since the Masters. We finished in 13. Might be shaking off some rust if you want to take that that shot on him. I think a lot of people are, though. 
So it's not like a sneaky play. Of course, Daniel Berger is going to be popular, but again, the tournament history here, 38th, 14th, 45th, 42nd, not the best. He just doesn't really fit this course, and I'm actually surprised he did as well as he did last weekend, being that, you know, it, it, it's kind of like the same style course. I'm not opposed to playing Daniel Berger, but there's only so many guys you can play, right? So I'm most definitely going to be on the side of, like, well, he's going to be kind of chalky, so I don't want any pieces of Daniel Berger. Last weekend, though, struggled around the green. So with these smaller greens, I'm kind of concerned about that. He ended up finishing 10th place, minus 19, finished negative 1 in round 4. I like looking at round 4 scores. Daniel Berger, for me, is out. Not going to play him. All right, 9K range. Very simply said, four golfers. Sung J.M., Cameron Smith, Abraham Answer, and Adam Scott all are on my radar. You look at this 9K range, and the people I'm out on, first of all, Ryan Palmer, I have no desire. For the rest of the 9K range, I love. Like I said, this is a Stars and Scrubs week for me, so I'm going to be fading very few guys up here. Now, when you look at Sung J.M., he fits the course. We saw how well he played last weekend. Another guy who's shaking off the rust. I like the fact that he played last weekend. You look at his course history, 21st and 16th, okay? He's a fantastic golfer. And don't be shaken by the fact that he played so poorly in that Saturday, Sunday. He didn't really play bad. He just didn't, like, extend that lead or the opportunity to get to the front. Um, number four in my confidence ranking. That's that's kind of huge. Number three in my aggregate ranking for Sung J.M., you go to Cameron Smith, and Cam Smith, Abraham Answer, the, these are guys that I think are more volatile and are going to be lower owned, but still their options, their, their, their volatility is what's going to give you a leg up in tournaments. I think because they're 9,600, 9,400 respectively, you're going to get leverage on the field. And of course, last but not least, Adam Scott and Kiz, um, they both fit this course. Anyone really fits this course. It's so easy. It's a low-scoring course. I do worry about Adam Scott with a miscut in 2019, 56th place in 2016. So I am going to go on the lower ownership side of him, but I still need pieces of Scott. And, of course, Kisner, his history here is impeccable. Three top 10s, one top 25, well, four top 25s technically with those three top 10s, and then he had a 69th place where he struggled in 2019. But the fact is he's playing really good golf right now. My approach model ranks 31st. Scoring model ranks top 20. And, of course, my overall stat model ranks 25. When you look at my confidence model, number 14. And I really do like the way he fits this course. I think he's a solid play here in the 9K range. When you go down to the 8K range, this is when it gets scary for me. I only have two. I got Zach Johnson and, dare I say it, Sergio Garcia. Now, Zach Johnson really is just a pivot from Billy Horschel. I think Billy Horschel's play last weekend is really going to project and boost ownership. Now, if it doesn't, when I finally do run ownership my, my, uh, numbers, and Zach Johnson ends up coming home more popular, it's a it's it's a reverse pivot. I'm going back to Horschel. I'm going to take the lower owned guy between these two guys. Um, I just think the key thing with Horschel and the problem with Horschel is the scoring. But the fact is, it's such an easy course, so I'm not too concerned about it. I think he can score as well as anyone in this range. Horschel, honestly, is a little overpriced. Zach Johnson, honestly, is a little overpriced. When guys like Kucher can compete here at 8400 The last guy, of course, Sergio Garcia. Everyone knows how I feel about him. I usually hate playing Sergio. Hasn't played here in the last four years. I get that. But look, we saw him play last weekend. Saw him play so well. He ended up finishing in 11th place. No reason not to see Sergio have success here again at 80 
$300. Now we go to the 7K range. And the 7K range is that now we're starting to build that stars and scrub lineup. We're looking at Griot for me, Siwoo Kim, Taylor Gooch, Keegan Bradley, Naismith, Piercy, James Hahn, and Cameron Davis. All right, these are the 7K guys that I really like. First of all, Griot. I know we always hate the putter and everything like that, especially on Bermuda. He's terrible, but the guy has impeccable approach game. We've seen him play so well at Harbortown. We know how this course kind of correlates with him. So I'm going to take shots on Emmy Yano Grio. Siwoo Kim is the next guy in my, my, my thing, and he pops because he's six overall in my overall model. Okay, Fits this course so well. Top 20 in my, in my confidence model. I'm hoping he stays single-digit ownership at 7,600 because I will roster a ton of him. A ton of him. In fact, when you look at the 7K range, I have so many guys in the top uh, top 25. All right, so you look at Cameron Davis, James Hahn, Scott Piercy, Bradley, Gooch, Siwoo Kim, Grio, uh, Sergio. I know he's 8,300, Sergio, but still. All top 25 in my confidence model, all top 25 in my aggregate model, and then you look at the last guy I didn't minute, uh, mention in James Hahn. James Hahn is 26th and 27th, respectively. So he's not that far off. So they're all top 30. Like, this is where you're going to look and try to build your stars and scrubs lineups, right? Two scrubs, a 7K guy, and then 6K guys from there. And that is what I'm looking at in the 7K range. Now, why do I like Grio? Of course, we talk about the approach game. Let's go straight to see who Kim. Okay. My overall stamp model ranks number six. My scoring model, number 14. Approach model, 35th. And, of course, off the fairway, 31st. Not a huge deal, but I do like the fact that he finished in 2016. He finished fourth place, right? Hasn't played since the Masters. That kind of scares me, but you know what? We've seen people shake the rust off before. Um, going further in this range, Goosh, Bradley, Naismith, Piercy, Hahn, and Davis. They're all kind of relatively the same plays. Looking at approach, guys. Again, options for you to build and diversify your lineups at low ownership. Reduced ownership. I feel like a lot of people are going balance builds this week. You look at that 8K range, that 9K range, there's a lot of ways to do it. You go down to this lower 7K range, you're getting a little bit more uncomfortable. So, we answered those guys in the range that I can play. Who is it that I can't play? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No, 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 hell no. Can't do it. So this is the cut lines signature segment. Can't do it. Won't do it. Double digit ownership plays that I am not going to touch. My four, four can't do it, believe it or not. Lanto Griffin, Hideki Matsuyama, Carlos Ortiz, and Sebastian Munoz. First of all, Lanto Griffin is $8,100. Rick Gaiman, DF, uh, Rick Gaiman, the golf guru, rickrungood.com. Sign up if you haven't done so. Loves Lanto Griffin, but he only loves Lanto when he's sub 7K. Lanto Griffin's $8,100. And not to say that he doesn't fit this course, not to say that it doesn't fit well. Like, for example, he ranks 35th in my scoring model, 30th in my approach model, finished 7th here last year. I'm just not buying into chalk $8,100 Lanto Griffin at 18% ownership. No thank you, no how, no way. 
All right, next play is Matsuyama. I kind of touched upon him already, but I don't like the way he looked this weekend. I get it. He put it together on Sunday, and he's most definitely a leverage play in terms of like looking at recent history. But the fact is that golf's pretty keen now in the fantasy side of sports. So I don't think you're going to get that much leverage playing Matsuyama. Um, great golfer. Great golfer, just not the tournament for him. Next to Ortiz and Sebastian Munoz, okay? Looking at Ortiz, he just simply does not fit this course. Um, and we're looking at already a 12, 13% ownership. And my overall stat model ranks in, in the top 50. Basically, just kind of like middle of the road, top 50 everywhere, and has not finished here and finished that well. Um, at the TOC, finished 37th last week. But of course, people are excited about the OHL because he finished 8th. And a cure at the Houston Open won the whole damn thing. But. I just don't have interest in a guy who hasn't had immediate success here, going to be a 7K guy who's double-digit ownership, and I have no desire to roster him at all in any way because of those factors. It's just he's going to sink your lineups. If he doesn't, you can yell at me. You can blame me. Do whatever you want. All right. Now, lastly is Sebastian Munoz. Looking at Munoz, Munoz is 7,800. Again, a little bit too pricey for my liking. The 17th place really helped him last weekend. Of course, miscut, miscut, and 19th at the Masters, where he pays off here. His recent, recent form here at the Sony Open specifically, 100th, and then he had a top 10 finish. And his stats look good. They really do. But I just don't think he necessarily fits this course at this price to where you can pivot to someone else and get leverage, especially at someone who's going to be 18, 90% ownership, at least is what we're projecting now. All right. So that'll do it for my can't do it. Again, that is Lanto Griffin, Matsuyama, Ortiz, and Munoz. Not going to touch him this weekend. Going again with that tight core, stars and scrubs. But guess what? You need some scrubs. Who are we going to play from this 6K range? <laughs> Martin Pillar. He is a monster. He is a monster. Miscut, miscut. Martin Pillar. I guarantee he'll make the cut. Martin Pillar. Miscut, miscut. I guarantee he'll make the cut. Martin Pillar. <laughs> a monster. I guarantee he'll make the cut. So this is the MG Monsters and Guarantee where we are going to break down our favorite plays and guarantee you these guys are going to finish top 25, top 30, and help those Stars and Scrubs lineups dominate. First of all, here is my list, and it's massive. Austin Cook, Michael Thompson, Brian Stewart, Doug Gim, Nick Taylor, Nick Taylor, the Nick Taylor, Will Gordon, Troy Merritt, Chris Baker, and Jerry Kelly. Yes, the Jerry Kelly. This 6K range, in my opinion, for an easy course, is loaded. And some of these guys are mispriced. First of all, Will Gordon, 6600 dollars i don't understand it. he fits this course so well an incredible score credible approach player missed the cut last year going to reduce ownership and a lot of these guys have those missed cuts like for example gim missed the cut last year gordon Merritt, baker all missed the cut last year 
But then you look at someone like Stewart, who has two top 10s, but then a 53rd and a 45th. So don't tell me that the upside's not possible here, because you look at Jerry Kelly. Jerry Kelly had a top 10 here in 2016. So I'm most definitely going to take my long shots on these 6K guys. Now, going looking at Gim, uh, Gim personally, like he's a scorer, he can approach. Top 20 in both for me. So Gim is a lock. Same with Stewart. Top 50 in scoring, top 40 in approach. Another option here. Where it gets a little sketchy here is Thompson and Nick Taylor. Now, Thompson and Nick Taylor, where they pop is in my overall stat model, where they're in the top 50. But what I also like them is they just kind of fit this course history here with the fact that they both have had solid outings last year in 2020 with both finishing in the top 40. Of course, they've had several missed cuts, but again, these are high-risk plays. Um, looking at them playing last weekend also is an advantage, and that's kind of what I'm looking at, the fact that they played last weekend. Of course, Troy Merritt, Chris Baker, Jerry Kelly. Jerry Kelly is a boss of this course. Um, made the cut, top 10. Missed cut, 14. Missed cut, 45th. So we're on the year of the missed cut, but I would not be surprised if Jerry Kelly had a nice performance here, especially in this round. Um does fit this course somewhat. He's not perfect for it by any means, but like I like him. My confidence model ranks 50th overall. So when you look at these top uh, top plays in the 6K range, Doug Gim, top 15 in my aggregate model, top 35 in my confidence model. Stewart, top, thir- top 40. Um, Jerry Kelly, top 50 in my confidence model. So they're all viable options. Again, Stars and Scrubs is risky, but I like the play this weekend and these are my mgs and guarantees oh you men are all alike seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag you better keep your mouth shut oh i think i love him So that's it. It's over. It's all over. That'll wrap up the cut line in the Sony Open. Whew. It's tough doing a show by yourself. It's tough. Where's Zach? Anyways, Sony Open breakdown. We're looking forward to a good, great, grand, awesome winner. Uh, join us next week as we break down the. Where are we going next week? Where are we going next week? We are going to go to the American Express. American Express in La Quinta, California. Beautiful. At the PGS West Stadium course. It'll be fun. And of course, we're so close to the waste management. One of my favorites. Anyways, that'll do it for the cut line. Thanks for hanging in with us. Go and get them. Get those winners. Sunday. Fun day. It's yours. Go and get them.